The Loftus Party, the Loftus Party, it's time for the Loftus Party. Yeah. Woo! Ah. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm experimenting with new opens for the show. Okay. I don't think that one's going to make it. No, I like the, <laughs> I, <laughs> I like the ukulele myself, so. OMG. OMG? So, so yesterday, um, I found myself for the first time in a, in a long time, uh, I didn't have to write. I, I, had, I had some time. So I got on the guitar. I think I stumbled across a little chord progression that I'm going to experiment with. I think this could be uh, – I think this could – I think I might be onto something. I don't have any words for it yet, but I got a little, I got a little chord progression that I like. I might be doing some recording later. On the ukulele or the regular guitar? The guitar. The, the guitar. guitar. Okay. Yes. If you want to have some fun, go to uh, the Loftus Party's YouTube page, and I, I do have some ukulele on there. Right. I did a I did a cover uh, of an Elvis song, and it shows me a little clip of me doing it live in Vegas. That was a lot of fun. That's kind of like my little uh, Elvis Twenty One Pilots tribute. However, uh, the guitar thing, I, I think I'm on to something. I think I discovered something. I'm very happy about it. Oh, good. Yes. We love yeah. new stuff. We love new stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much in the news today. We're jumping in. We're rocking and rolling. Some other shows, here's what they do. They waste a bunch of time uh, talking about BS. And, and, and we are a minute 57 seconds in, and we're cranking out some news. Let's talk about this hurricane in Puerto Rico and how the mayor has done lost her mind uh, and, and Trump's response. All of it. All of it. I want to I slap some sense around about Puerto Rico. I just have one question. And that would be? That would be if people are dying – and everything is so devastated. Where'd you get that T-shirt, woman? That was the best. <laughs> that was the best. That was the highlight of the 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 shirt that mm -hmm. said, "What was it? Help us, we're dying." Correct. Help us, we're dying. Help mm -hmm. us, we're dying. And then the matching hat that said SOS. Oh, so, I missed the hat. Oh, the hat said SOS. <laughs> It's like that. Oh my it, god! It, yeah, it was it was a matching thing. The 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 mayor of, of Puerto Rico, who has truly just let her people down. Mm -hmm. the, a couple. She had the great photo op where she was talking about how uh, people are dying and it's horrible. It's horrible. While she's standing in front of pallets and pallets of food and, and water, water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like she's literally standing in front of the help. People are dying. Well, Trump hates brown people. I have, He's killing I have, us all. I have some neat statistics. I have tears. I have tears for the people of Puerto Rico. They need help. They need food and water. And all I have is this T-shirt facility. And these are available on my website uh, for $25. Oh, uh, two cents goes to the people. And the rest goes to me. Help us. We're dying. Why do you hate brown people? But you can get these. These are uh, these are. Uh, I also have baby dolls. Uh, these are uh, already pre-shrunk. Uh, they're really really nice. It's gonna last a long time. Don't put it in the washer on hot. It'll shrink. But we're dying. Oh my god. We're dying for these t-shirts. Now buy one get one free. You will also get the hat on back. There's room for a number. Maybe you could put a name on there. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but it's making me laugh. We're dying. 
you almost sound like the guy on um that movie. It, 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 yes, that's what I'm doing. Uh, that's who. That's who the mayor of Puerto Rico is. It's the monkey. It's the monkey king. I was gonna say it's, it's not quite the Spanish accent. It is. There, it is. It's the guy. It's King Julian. That's who's in charge of Puerto Rico. Oh my god! Help us! We're dying. I'm King Julian. I'm in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Oh, I'm in wow. Puerto Rico. There's no food. There's no water. There's no help. Look behind you. Okay. <laughs> there's some food. There's some water. We're dying. That's hilarious. That's oh hilarious. Oh, my God. How much coffee did you have this morning? I did not have enough. <laughs> not King enough. Julian. You know who did the original voice of King Julian? No, I do not. Uh, the guy who did Borat. Oh. English comedian. Yeah. Funny guy. One of the funniest characters, and now he's the mayor. He's the mayor of Puerto Rico. Put on some granny glasses and this T-shirt. Donald Trump's trying to kill us all. <laughs> I like they make it, some of the tweets make it sound like Donald Trump is like just out there with a roving band of uh, green berets or whatever, just eliminating people. He's killing us. Stop <laughs> killing us. I'm breaking you. I'm sorry that we're brown people. We're brown and wet, like the bottom of a McDonald's bag. <laughs> Oh, that is gross. That is so gross. Like when you forget there's fries in there and the bottom of the bag. Oh, God. Yes, what? Oh, help us. We're dying. We're dying, Donald Trump. Stop killing us and well, using us for food. Don't you understand? FEMA is people. Oh, my God. Okay. This, see, we're, all, we're out of the gate having a good time. Out of the gate, having a good time and being a little newsy. But in all yes. honesty, in all honesty, I did look up some information on what's going on in Puerto Rico. And we, on me, lady. we have more than 11,800 federal staff representing 36 departments and agencies on the ground. Yup, yup. Yup, yup. Uh, FEMA search and rescue teams have visited all 78 Puerto Rican municipalities, saving and assisting 843 individuals and five pets and searching 2,600 structures. And 59 hospitals are operational to care for current patients or receiving patients, and one hospital is fully operational. There you have But what took so long? What took so long? You're an island. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we couldn't drive island. there you're an island who has let your infrastructure crumble <laughs> ding 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 we have a winner yes. i'd like to take what's really going on for five thousand, alex that's exactly <laughs> right this is what's driving me crazy it's when it when a truth when a truth nugget just smacks you upside the head that, that it, it feels oddly good that's it was a horrible metaphor but i'm gonna roll with it they have squandered their money, and I'm very, very sorry. I have uh, – and this is going to sound like uh, uh, total liberal. I have friends in Puerto Rico. I do. I have friends in Puerto Rico who are very driven, very capitalistic, very they're, – they're entrepreneurial, so much so it will make your head spin. They're, mm -hmm. they're wonderful people. Uh, however, your, your mayor has let you down. 
um, oh, yeah. San Juan. Your the the, the, so the government governor. in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. has let you down. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't like big government. Mm-hmm. When they fail, it's on an epic level, mm-hmm. and then all they can do is turn around and blame big government. Is this the first time Puerto Rico's been hit by a by a hurricane? I don't think so. No, I would say and no. They, yeah. So where is your plan? That's what, and that's, and and this is what I like about Donald Trump. He doesn't take this crap lying down. Mm-hmm. This woman, and, and I love how they change it to like Donald Trump attacks the mayor. He attacks the mayor. Like it was completely unprovoked. They're trying to, they're trying to turn this into Donald Trump's Katrina, and that ain't gonna happen. That ain't gonna happen. Where was her plan? She failed. She failed on an epic level. I've been seeing a tweet going around that's saying, like, the truck driver's union is on strike. Yep. I don't know if that's true or not. No, it is. Now, it you, is. Think, it, you think that some blame would, would land on those douchebags. Well, you would think so because all those pallets of food and water behind the mayor while she had the dying T-shirt on. We're dying. Right? The problem is not that the stuff isn't there. The problem is they're having problems moving it around the island. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, and now, part that, of that, that reason, part of that reason is the truck drivers. Smart, mm-hmm. If she was smart, she would have had she would have done that press conference while she was unloading stuff. That would have been the ultimate. I would have been like out there with a little box cutter opening up the pallets going, I'd love to do a press conference right now, but I got to feed my people. Here, pass that down. All right. Now, while we're doing this little fireman's uh, line, that's what she should have done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she's stupid. She's a stupid. This will be your, your weekly reminder till this nonsense is over. We send the island of Puerto Rico about 21 billion dollars a year. There is no reason their grid should fail. Bada bing, bada boom. How many? And like, they're not a state. And and part of me, this is going to sound horrible. And if you already think I've sounded a little racist, this is really going to cement it for you. Like, there's a part of me Uh that's like, you know, help does take a while. You guys could have been a state. You could have been a state. If you were a state, I'd imagine you'd all be have have mansions right now. But you keep you keep saying no to being a state. So guess what? It hurts a little, doesn't it? For years and years and years, they said no. Um, You know, they kind of had an election where hardly anybody voted and everybody that was hardly anybody said yes. But the opposition convinced 77% of people to stay home. So I'm Mm. not really sure. But if you were a state, then we would want you to have a governor like Rick Scott or Governor Abbott over in, in Texas who, when they saw the hurricane coming, mobilized everything and had a plan. Florida and Texas took care of a lot of Florida and Texas. Did FEMA show up to support them? Yes. But those states had plans when they knew the storm was coming. It's inexcusable. Mm-hmm. It's in, I, Now, I could understand this if it was like 1880. Right. right? And, and they, didn't have, they didn't have Doppler weather radar and all this other stuff. You knew it was coming. You, you knew it was coming. Now, granted, it's a huge storm. All of that. All mm-hmm. of that. Now, there's always an upside to hurricanes. When they rebuild, mm-hmm. and they will, hopefully they'll have hurricanes in mind, and they'll rebuild it better and, and all that other wonderful stuff. It's exactly. also the good news all the, also the good news out of the, uh, the earthquake in Mexico. I, mm-hmm. I, I, if there's no silver lining, I can't take it. There's right. got to be some, a lot of those buildings that came down in Mexico, they weren't up to code. They were super, super old. But a lot of buildings in Mexico did okay. 
Right. And, and they survive. So hopefully the people of Puerto Rico, uh, the, the narrative isn't working. It's not Trump's Katrina. And hopefully they will spend wisely uh, and and build build better, build with uh, the idea of hurricanes in mind. And they will update their hurricane plan. Have really? a plan. Mm-hmm. But well, this I mean, is my Harvey, favorite thing. Go Harvey ahead. was a pretty terrible storm, too. <laughs> Houston was underwater, you yes. know. And, and, and it happens. It's it's funny. I, I think I know where you're going with this. Like the, the, the people, there's an obligation to help yourself. Well, an obligation, I think, to help yourself. But again, you know, the state level response for the state governments in both Florida and, and, and Texas and Georgia, because we had impacts as well, and South Carolina, we plan ahead of time and we, we do request help from the federal government, but we're, we don't solely rely on it. I did a uh, monologue about uh, how you pick a president and the debates mm-hmm. and how debates weren't the best way to do it. But towards the end of it, I did this – I thought it was a pretty funny thing <coughs> where you should make all of the presidential candidates play Sim City, yeah. The, the, yeah. the video game. Right. And I did it as a joke. Uh, however, I, I think it, it's kind of true now. Like, let's put this, let's put the mayor of Puerto Rico. I want her to play Sim City, and because you have to be, even your simulated city, you have to be ready. Like, bad things happen in your Sim City. Right. So uh, if she can't get above, if if your mayor can't get above a certain score on Sim City, they're automatically disqualified for running. <laughs> <laughs> now, if they don't know how to work the buttons and stuff, they can have a little helper there. We right. can have a twelve-year-old tell them. But you have to with Sim City, you have to have infrastructure. You have to have, you have to have contingency plans, all of the above. Yep. So the mayor, of, the mayor of Puerto Rico, San Juan, whatever little city she's the mayor of, she has to play uh, Sim City or she's out. But the mayor next door to her, I don't even know the name of the town. He's all right. <laughs> He's like, no, we're doing good. It's Isn't not that great. Amazing? We're not. It's not great, and you know, we still need some supplies and things. But the administration has been wonderful, and maybe if she's struggling, she should show up at the meetings where we're all trying to coordinate stuff because she's missed them all. <laughs> <laughs> she was at the t-shirt shop. She was at the t-shirt shop. She's doing press avails. She's crying on camera, you know, because that's all really effective. And I have to yeah, say, I, I have, seen, I have say. seen pictures of her out helping people and, and stuff like that. So I'm not saying she's doing nothing. I'm just saying, stop playing, stop playing, help me, help me. Stop playing politics with it. Yep. And, and and alongside what you just said, I want to say this as well. I just like want to go on the record, uh, you know, because for when the Library of Congress listens to this <laughs> years from now. Hey, people of Puerto Rico, if you don't want to be a state, that's cool. Oh yeah. Like do do your own thing. Like seriously, I'm I'm I'll, I'll I'm the be the first one to be like, hey, if if you don't want to be uh, a, a part of the United States, God bless you. Do your own thing. Mm-hmm. If that's what you all want, if that's what. But so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what to do. I don't want to be the hypocrite like that. Yeah. But here's here's the other thing that I love about it. I don't want to I don't want to linger on uh you know the hurricane too much, but I do it. It kind of segues into uh, Trump hitting back. And Mm -hmm. I I love that he hits back. I love it. And they always try to make it sound like he's just taking a shot at this lady for no reason, completely unprovoked. Donald Trump wakes up and blah, blah. That's always the narrative. That's always the narrative. He always punches back. And I love that about him. I love that about him. And this is the thing that I don't think 
and I, and and I'm like a broken record here. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. Trump wasn't my guy going into this uh, last presidential election. However, the more he does, the more I like him, and the more I think Republicans and the old-fashioned bow tie. Uh, I fart dust, I'm so old, conservatives need to get on board with is that this is the thing we've been waiting generations for. Bush never fought back. Mitt Romney never fought back. All of these guys never fought back. And when we, you'd always hear that, like when you would talk to your conservative friends, your people who lean to the right, boy, I wish he'd fight back. Boy, I'd wish he'd fight back. Now we have a guy who fights back. And if you are in, and, and if you're going to throw him under the bus because you don't like, he doesn't sound presidential. He doesn't act presidential. I don't like the words he chooses. Suck my wiener schnitzel. <laughs> You finally got a guy who hits back, and I don't want you to cry about it. Any Republican like, I can't vote for this tax plan. I can't vote for this tax plan. This tax plan just can't stand to the bridge. Shut up. Shut up. You lied to us about health care. Don't you dare lie to us about tax cuts. Oh, yeah. There's the, na- there's the narrative going around now, and, and Steve – I saw Steve Mnuchin – on, on Meet the Press, that hilarious Saturday Night Live skit of a show that NBC puts on Sunday mornings. They're trying to run this narrative that it's just tax cuts for the rich, tax cuts for the rich, because that's, that's their bread and butter. That's their bread and butter. And it blows up the deficit. That's the talking point, too. It, blow, it blows up the deficit. That's all based on a static number. Did you yep. know that? I know that. The CBO I, does not do dynamic modeling. They never have. I learned that this morning, mm-hmm. uh, Liberty Gimlet, and I am fired up about it. Yep, there has if been a give, there has been a movement give these to businesses make them do it some way. of their money back. They're going to invest it. They're going to do new stuff. The economy mm-hmm. will grow. It will unleash this this uh, economic monster that's been shackled for the last eight years, and they will more than pay for themselves. Well, I think the deregulation helps as well, and not only we we did this under Reagan. Everybody said the same thing about Reagan's tax cuts. But it did blow up the deficit. It, um, it, it yeah, got but it also, a lot bigger. The deficit got bigger, but the economy went nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I would, I would say this. I would uh, – and I'm sure I can't be the first person to say this. I would say the economy that – I would say tri- trickle-down economics works. However, it takes a much longer time to trickle down. Mm-hmm. You, the, the economy that Bill Clinton inherited because he had the tech boom, mm-hmm. you know, Apple took off, uh, you know, Bill Gates company took off. That's because they had the money from investors to to do research and development into their product, which revolutionized the world as we know it. But because of what Reagan did, we got the tech boom. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. No, but I mean the other, oh my gosh, my tax cut would only be $1,000 a year. You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. Yes. Yes. I'll take $1,000. That's fine. We, and this is like philosophically, I'm, I'm, it's, I struggle with what happens next, what happens next, what happens next. Right. Be, I I think we're going to have to come up and this is way far in the future. I think we're gonna have to figure out what we're going to do with robots. 
we, we really need to start thinking about what are we going to do? Are we going to say, no, I'm afraid you're only allowed to have this many robots in your factory. You have to hire so many people uh, because bad things are happening in America mm-hmm. with uh, the uh, poverty rate is, is getting bigger and bigger and people are, are, are getting hopeless. There's just those not there's not those jobs available uh, to the lower income people anymore. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you can do part of this. Hopefully you can help the sol- part of the solution is a uh, tax cut for businesses, get them to try to reopen some factories. You, you have to make stuff a- as a nation. I believe I do too. So, so more factories and more jobs will be available. And then, so, so you, you move that little chess piece and then your opponent moves his chess piece and says, well, those jobs for those low-skilled people, will all be taken by robots. And, and they have a very good point. The I, robots are just going to keep getting better and better. So at some point, we're going to have to address uh, robotics. I, I don't disagree, but I mean, the thing that has, if you look at it, the world economy since the Industrial Revolution, right? America made new things. We made cars. We made computers. We made smartphones. Those things all started here, and then other countries refined them. So, you know, we made the Ford, you know, the nice, reliable, affordable car. Germany takes it and highly engineers it and makes a Mercedes, right? So we are great at innovation, and it just seems to me that every revolution we've been through like this, something has come up for folks, and I'm kind of hopeful that that'll repeat itself. Well... Yes, but we're these these are are new times. The mm-hmm. the problem that we had with with the car companies is that people tried to make it, and this is like in a weird way. I'm gonna make it a weird connection to climate change here. It's and it's like the 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 CBO doesn't do static models, and everybody loves static models. Everybody mm-hmm. loves them. Everybody, oh, you know the the climate of the world. This must be the temperature. No, the the Earth, the temperature varies wildly. Mm-hmm. Like they can prove that uh, that that's scientific. They are science deniers. And when when the American car companies, they're like, okay, we want to sell this many cars to keep this many people employed and do this. So the cars, we have to allow them to break down. And right. we're not going to worry about fuel efficiency. And that's when they took it on the chin, where th- th- those cars were designed n- not to have the kind of longevity uh, that they needed to have because mm-hmm. they're going to make so much money on spare parts. So now you're screwing the consumer. Hello, uh, Japanese car, fuel efficient, doesn't need as much maintenance, lasts longer. You still see some old Toyotas on the road. Right. Like crazy old Toyotas and Hondas. And Mm -hmm. you're like, are you kidding me? Yep. So you can't go for that static model. You have to keep uh, innovating and innovating. However, I think we're at we're at this spot where, listen, robots are going to keep getting smarter. They're going to they're the technological advantage. It just comes faster and faster and faster now. So right. I, I think Germany has a weird solution. Like if you, isn't it like a is it is it a one to one ratio or a one to two ratio? Or if you have one robot, you got to hire two people. I think we're gonna it's gonna end up uh, to be something like that. Because here's what I certainly don't want. I don't want this. Uh, everybody who's a citizen of America is on welfare. You know, everybody just has a guaranteed, no. right? And robots do all the work. We're dead men then. If robots are doing all the work and we're just sitting around uh, watching television, it's idiocracy. It's just straight up 
it's straight up idiocracy. And then the robots take over and we're all dead. Well, that's why you and I are first in line to go with Elon Musk to Mars. Did you see those pictures? Mm Mm-hmm. It was glorious. Yep. It was glorious. And there's some haters on Elon Musk. But what struck me is he showed a a photograph, an an artist rendering of what the the moon base would look like. Right. The the first step is – and I've been – on board with this for a million years you do you do a you do a base on the moon and then you can go from the moon to mars you don't have to fight all that gravity of leaving earth but his moon base looked just like something out of a 1930s uh science fiction magazine it looked like (laughs) seriously because i used to look at those photos as as a kid you know they Mm -hmm. read the outer space adventures of blah 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 it looked like something out of out of an old like there's the big white rocket and there's the crazy you know circular globe cities it was hilarious like the jetsons no jetsons is is a way different look Uh, okay uh, however i tell you i that guy has get get him some money get him going Get him going. Well, He's saying 2024 now. To go to the moon or to have the thing yeah. built? Get get the get the moon bases going. Really? Yeah. It's well, right around the corner. People are saying he's a big fat liar about his hyperloop. I guess there's some some nastiness with the hyperloop. Uh, and that's fine. I don't care. Like I know that Thomas Edison was a was a jackhole, mm-hmm. and he he did not do right by Nicholas Tesla. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends of mine are actually writing a stage play about that. However, I, I won't I won't I won't forgive anybody uh, breaking the law. You break the law, you're in trouble. However, I will forgive Elon Musk a lot if he gets us to the moon. If he gets us to the Mars, he can do some pretty shady shit. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Not outright illegal, but shady. He can be shady. All right. He can be shady. Okay. Uh, oh, this uh, sad news. Mm-hmm. We'll do sad news, and then we'll do glad news. We lost. Uh, we lost. Hugh Hefner died. Oh. Last week. Yes. And uh, they. I saw a little tribute to him. They were talking about his life uh, and how he was a contradiction of, of terms. You know, he was he objectified women. However, he empowered uh, women in another way. But he thought fem- feminism was stupid and a waste of time. I'm I'm a big Hugh Hefner fan. Well, I you know um, I do believe he empowered women. Yes. Um, you know, there's a lot of women who are actually quite wealthy for having been associated with his brand, and that's their choice. I may not choose to make my money that way, but if you can, more power to you. If you can and you're okay with it, you go, girl. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have – this has always uh, boggled my mind and it's like guess, – I guess it's a third wave feminism or – and I have this, like feminism. At one point in time, like women just wanted to vote, right? Mm-hmm. Now all men are created equal. Women get to vote. Everything's equal. Everything's equal. Yep. Now if you want to go out and – uh and, and be a scientist or you want to be the the captain of an underwater sub, I'm going to support you. Yep. If you want to if you want to be a bricklayer, I support you. If you want to be a stripper, I support you. If you want to be a, a porn star, I support you. I'm not going to put 
my ideology on on top of you. I know that was kind of a weird choice of words. I'm not gonna put anything on top of you, naked lady. <laughs> I, I just don't and, and I think that's what Hugh Hefner was saying where like feminism is is kind of stupid and, and a waste of time. It is. Like stop eating your own. Just like if if you want to fix air conditioners, go do it. If you want to fix air conditioners, topless. So that'll be your thing. Hey, I'm the big titty air conditioning committee. <laughs> go, go do it. That is a – I bet you're going to do a lot of business mm-hmm. because then your little nipples poke out and you're like, air conditioner's fixed. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but I mean seriously, and, and you're absolutely correct, and I can say this because I am a woman. Um, third wave feminism is absolutely insane because what it actually wants to do is limit your choices. Like to me – they are just absolutely puritanical. You you have to have a marriage that looks like this. And if your husband doesn't think and believe this and split stuff 50-50, and oh, by the way, if you choose not to have a job and want to be a stay-at-home mom, that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, they're just – they third wave feminism has created more rules that the original feminist movement tried to remove – than I have ever seen. And and they actually have restarted the mommy wars. It's just crazy. And that's why women didn't uh, – a lot of women didn't vote for Hillary. Mm-hmm. Because you're supposed to have this blind allegiance to all hail Hillary Clinton, the first woman, finally a president with a vagina. That makes no difference. I don't People care. People are smart. They want the <laughs> best person for the job. Mm-hmm. Genitals has nothing to do with it. But I, my, uh, one of my regrets in life is I've, uh, I, I never went to the Playboy Mansion. Never, never got there. Never got there. Never got to the mansion. Some friends of mine did. They always had a blast. They always had great stories to tell. I was fortunate enough to, on a couple occasions, meet Pamela Anderson, mm-hmm. who one would say is the all-time great uh, Playboy bunny. She's a delightful human being. I I could not have liked her more. Yep, you've said that in the past, and uh, you know, again, I, I, you know, I've seen a lot of articles about Hugh Hefner just debauchery from the right and all this. It, no, really, guys, it's about individualism, individual liberty. If that's what you want to do with your body, you go do it. You go do it. Okay, doesn't yes. mean I have to buy it. Just don't buy it. Just don't watch it. That's your choice. And it's a perfectly valid choice, but stop with this puritanical nonsense. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. A buddy of mine many, many moons ago <clears throat> was dating this girl who really, really wanted to be in Playboy. That beautiful girl. I, I, she just never made the cut, and it really, it really bummed her out. However, it was, it was, I don't know, it was kind of fun and charming and wonderful and like I was always rooting for her. I'm like, oh, I hope you get it. She she came very, very close. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't work out. However, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. You can do what you want, ladies. Do what you want. I, I, I'm not going to waste any time. And judging you, it's, just, it's all just a waste of time. It's a stupid, stupid argument to have. Mm-hmm. I actually – and I will say this and go ahead and make your uh, – Make your little jokes while you listen. But like I got Playboy for a long time and the and it's kind of a sad thing. The articles were great. <laughs> they they had wonderful uh, interviews. They had a great 20 questions thing. They had good fiction. I mean the magazine's still around. They did, right. they, they did that little stunt where they took the nudity out and that quickly uh, – that quickly backfired. Like it was like new Coke. 
like the articles are great, but I still want to see the titties. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talked about at one point on a podcast where you sort of gravitated away from it because you're like, wait, <laughs> you know what? Like, I, I don't remember. You were saying something about it at one time. Like it went from like when you were younger, it was like the perfect oh, thing. Yeah. 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 There's a weird, there's a weird, weird uh, like baton handoff in the relay race that is your life. When you're a, <laughs> when you're a kid and you see Playboy, you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And this woman is 19. Mm-hmm. She's 19. And and then all of a sudden, you know, you're 19. You're like, okay, wow, that that she's the same age as me. And then you're uh, in your late 20s, and you're like, yeah, I, I could probably still get with that girl. She's she's like 21. I'm like 29. I could still, you know, it's not weird. And then you're like, ooh, I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, then you, and then now, now, like you know, you're uh, you're older, and you look, and you're like, yeah. And it's like looking, at, and this is going to sound horrible, but you look at you like, yep, that she's beautiful. Yep, that's a great body. Ooh, they got an interview with James Con. <laughs> Those are, she is a shapely, shapely young woman. Ooh, they're gonna they're gonna do uh, Harrison Ford. I want to hear about this. <laughs> well, I like it though. It's a transition. Yeah. It's a progression. It's it's whatever. But I mean, certainly the franchise, like I said, it benefited. I believe it benefited more women than it ever hurt. So, and that was my take on the NFL thing. Did you see my video last week? I did. I thought it was great. I really liked it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it, it's just and I, I'm looking back. I wanted to hit on all these different uh, facts, all these different little aspects of it. So it went in a little bit. A, it went a little bit longer uh, than it should have. And of course, e- everybody and their mother has a take on, uh, you know, should I stand or should I kneel? Blah, blah, blah. It, you know, my final comment on the NFL is stand, sit, do whatever you want. You have a right. To do what you want as far as speech, but you don't have a right to be free from the consequences. So let that was it roll. It. Let was it roll. It. You had just said uh, women got more from the magazine than it than it the magazine took away. Right. And that was my point about the American flag. Protest <sighs> all you want. I guarantee what that flag represents and the country that it re- you have you have received way more. Then that fl- from that flag, then that flag is taken from you. Exactly. So that's why that's what it was. Whoo! Yeah, we got it. Yes. We got it. Yes. Okay. So uh, tax cuts, good. Republicans get on board. You, you gotta you you gotta support the president. Uh, Hugh Hefner, we, we miss you. Your kids are running the magazine. I don't think they have. Uh, I don't think they really share your politics. I would do a little less politics in Playboy if I was them. I would do way less politics in Rolling Stone. That magazine way less, is for yeah. sale. That magazine is for sale. It should be. <laughs> you got to di- – and this is going to be – like with Playboy and with Rolling Stone, dance with the girl that brought you. Now, mm-hmm. Playboy has always had a little bit of politics. Rolling Stone has always had a little bit of politics. But dance – Rolling Stone should be about music. Well, it's kind of like That's MTV, right? Remember when MTV actually played music videos? They don't anymore, and yes. their viewership crashed. I, can, I, you, I agree with you. Dance with the girl that brought look, you. 
after example after example after example and and currently it's happening to ESPN right now and they they just ha- they keep wanting to go down this same path like business model it's like socialism which i think is is the real battle that's oh, really yeah, yeah. what we're talking about now mm-hmm. i'm 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 phone i'm i'm honed in on that like like a laser uh but yeah Rolling Stone gets into politics, they crash. Uh, Playboy kind of gets getting into too much politics, they're going to crash. ESPN yep. getting into politics. MTV getting into politics. Crashing, like Ameri- crashing, crashing. Crashing, crashing, crashing. Mm-hmm. And America with this little uh, dalliance now with, with socialism, with single-payer health care and let's be more like them, let's be more like them. It has to constantly be brought up that that is fire and you will burn your hand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, that stove is hot. You will burn your hand. Here's the, and now here's the sad part, and this is where it gets kind of serious. I, I, uh, I, I really, really want to be funny like all the time. However, and this is what I would say to the people who support Bernie Sanders and are thinking socialism is great and it's never been done right – once you go down that path, you will never get all these freedoms back. Nope. You will never get them all back. Look at uh, Russia right now. They, it kind of looks like a democracy. It's not. It's a rigged Putin does what he wants, blah, blah, blah. He still has that little – that old school KGB crap in place. You'll never get back to the freedoms you have today. And I can't say this enough. All of the people who – who love Bernie Sanders, and and this will be my little uh, tips and tricks for people. If you lean to the right and you go to a big party, and these people are all, "Why can't we be like this?" and you're like, "I just don't know what uh, what to say uh, when this subject comes up." I would say to people um, with with single payer uh, uh, health care, like just look look what we do to the VA. Look what look what it looks like now. Why would you want more of that? Yeah, like when the government absolutely. when the government when big government makes a giant mistake, it is ugly. It is ugly, and they make big mis- mistakes all the time. Look at Puerto Rico's electrical grid. There is not the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at, here, look, here's all my, you have to do is like look around. Here's my typical response to Bernie Bros and Warren lovers. Those two people are screaming hypocrites. They criticize the 1%. They are the 1%. So Bernie Sanders is screaming to you about the 1% from one of his three homes. Yes. <laughs> that's who does. That's who does well under communism. Mm-hmm. That's who does well under socialism. Yep. The people who get to decide what's fair. Mm-hmm. And that is the terrifying thing about it. There's a movie coming out. And I, I really, really, really desperately want to support this film. So uh, pardon me as I go on to uh, the, the Loftus Party uh, Twitter and I'm going to scroll Oh, back. that's the Stalin thing. Yes. Yes, and that's hysterical. Hilarious. Oh, and this my is God. The kind of, this is the kind of movie that we really, really, really need to support. Yep. It's uh, – oh, man, what's the name of it? I thought it was just Stalin when I saw it. It might be Stalin, but yeah. it's got Michael Palin's in there mm-hmm. uh, from from Monty Python. It's a star-studded cast. You you have to go see this in the movie theater. <clears throat> we need to get we need to make these people uh, wealthy. 
I, we need to make this movie a hit because that's what it's all about. Everybody f- preaches this. Oh, socialism, we're all equal. The only people who make money are the people who decide what's equal. Look at in, in Venezuela, uh, the, the guy's uh, family. I think they made off with $4 billion after that dude died. Yep. Meanwhile, the Venezuelans are talking about raising rabbits so they don't starve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing to remember, kids. When we have the VA for everyone, because don't call it Medicare, that's not what it is. Medicare is not single payer. All right. When we have the VA for everyone, Bernie Sanders is still going to have his Cadillac congressional health plan, and he's still going to have three houses. Just remember that. And I would would (laughs) say this. uh, I would piggyback on that. Look at these big government programs like Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. They're they're, they're all running out of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't. We do. We have a track record of not doing well with big, 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 big ideas. I had a Bernie uh, bro ask me yesterday, "Are you going to collect Social Security when you're eligible?" I'm like, "We're not going to have Social Security when I'm eligible." I know you have your receipts, but I truly believe that. And that's and, and that's the t- the typical it's very a uh, typical response. Wait a minute, we already have socialism. Don't you drive on the roads? Oh my Don't roads, you use the airports? Yeah, we have we have an agreement. Yeah. So it's a matter I, it's it's not like all or nothing. It's there's little variations. Mm-hmm. I, I have a deal with the government. I give you so much money, you provide me with roads. I give you so much money, you help me protect my personal property. I have no problem with that. However, I, I don't want to pay for somebody's abortion. I don't want to pay for somebody else's health care. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, your rights, your crazy rights are now infringing on my rights. And this whole thing uh, is is built on everybody. We, we all have our own rights. Well, and, and I'm a little bit upset, actually, because I, you know, general protection and, and, and roads and OK, yeah, we had that contract. And now my roads have potholes because you're paying for things we didn't agree to. Yes. Yes. Yep. And because you've wasted the money, I gave you money for the schools. Mm-hmm. You decided to spend it elsewhere and yep. waste it. So now the schools are going downhill. And so, oh, we'll have a lottery. OK, no, 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 no. That's just another tax. I ooh, I get fired up. I get fired up. And and Rush Limbaugh was on Hannity the other night, mm-hmm. and I could not have agreed with him more. I, I don't listen to Rush Limbaugh. Friends of mine do. I've never. I, I it's 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 a time thing and and what have you. And he is he's an opinion guy. And whatever your thoughts on Limbaugh and Hannity, blah blah blah. However, his point was this: if the Republicans could circle their wagons around uh, Donald Trump, it, we would. The chain, it would be spectacular. Mm-hmm. It would just be spectacular. I have that much faith in in capitalism. Whoa, what was that? What was what? There was like a big windsock thing. It was like a – it was crazy. It was like a special effect. I didn't hear it. Oh, it was great. Oh, I'm it was like sorry. A, it was like a big, big, giant wind blew through the podcast. It was fantastic. <laughs> However – I've, I've always thought if you just unleashed the people of this country and capitalism and entrepreneurship, just spectacular. So um, that, my friends, is that more good news. More good There's news. There's so much good stuff. There's so much good stuff happening this week. It's uh, just crazy. Uh, Saudi Arabia, and I don't think you're going to hear a lot of people talking about this, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. 
uh, women can now drive in Saudi Arabia. Yes. And they there's a lot of people, uh, you know, taking shots. Oh, duh, 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 uh, X, Y, and Z. <clears throat> it's fantastic. Saudi Arabia, and I almost have, uh, I almost feel guilty talking about this. I follow this dude on Twitter, uh, Thomas Wichter, mm-hmm. and he's an interesting cat, uh, to say <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. But he follows stories. It's what I like about Cheryl Atkinson. Mm-hmm. She's following stories nobody else is following. She doesn't have a have a dog in the fight. She's just reporting. Thomas Wichter has that – I get that same vibe off of him. He's an odd guy. He's looking for patterns and stuff where nobody else is. Saudi Arabia is very quietly turning their country around and, and it's, it's looking a lot more Western than people realize. I don't want to shine a spotlight on it because I don't want these guys to get in trouble. Right. Because they're 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 turning the ship. Uh, women uh, don't have to have an escort when they go out after uh, sunset. Now there's a woman who runs the official uh, paper, like the Saudi Arabia Times or whatever, and she's having op eds that are written by women that are critical critical of the current regime, and no one's getting in trouble. So they're toying around with the idea of free speech and women's rights, and now women can drive. They are – it seems like they do a little move, uh, and maybe uh, people who know Thomas Wichter or whatever, it seems like they're doing this like every six months. Mm-hmm. There's a new little thing. And so on one hand, I'm super happy for the women of Saudi Arabia, and I'm very happy that there is a little bit of hope in the Middle East that you can – you can still be uh, a Muslim and mm-hmm. you can have your faith and you don't have to live in the sixth century. Correct. So, so there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of hope there. Uh, and I want to keep this going. So that's the good news. The, the weird thing for me is how easy it, it looks to actually change the culture. Like all you have to do is I'm going to make this little move and and change the thinking. I'm going to make this little move and that'll change the thinking a little bit more. And I'm going to make this little move and change the thinking a little more. So if they can do it in Saudi Arabia, and they are, we're witnessing it. Isn't there a chance? And I would say, oh hell yeah, there is. They've already been doing that in the United States of America, moving us towards a pro-socialism, pro-communist uh, agenda. Oh yeah, you've, see, you've seen these op eds coming out of the New York Times. Oh my it, the, god, the, the, it's straight up. It's straight up propaganda. It's complete propaganda. China somehow gave women hope. Um, socialist women had better sex, um, and then oh, wh- who was the hoople we did the poll on this week? Oh look, North Korea has a water park. What? Yeah, I, I, the I, whole. There's something going on there, and, uh, and, yeah. and I would hold up I would hold up Saudi Arabia as the example. Like, oh, you make these little moves, you, you keep it going little by little. It's like that whole uh, Fabian society thing yeah. th- that we talked about back like on episode two or whatever. Yeah, you just no, I, little I, moves, little moves, little moves, and all of a sudden, like you keep you have a giant ship, and you keep. You push it two inches away from the dock every day. You keep two inches, two inches. Then one day you wake up and you're like, wow, that ship is way out there in the ocean. Right. That's what's happening to us as a country. Well, that's, but here, that's what I believe. Here's here's what I think, right? And the reason you're seeing an overt push in the New York Times and the reason you are seeing people like Jen Steyer, who wrote for Parks and Rec, decide that people who voted for Trump should have their children taken away Um 
the reason you're seeing all of this is because they have been doing two inches for years and years and years through our institutions, through our schools, through our government, through everything, through Hollywood, right? Inches, mm-hmm. inches, inches, inches. And in 2016, enough people stood up and said, oh, hell no. <laughs> right? Precisely. And they have zero coping me- mechanisms other than to try to shove it down our throat. Because they did not run into a stuffed shirt pansy like John McCain, who's a straight up liar, Mitt Romney, who's just I'm a little nice guy, but he's that is why I love it when it comes full circle that the right place, the right time, Donald Trump politics. Here's the other one. Politics. You can't just be a TV star and then be the president. That'll never happen again. Mm -hmm. This is a once in a lifetime. However, that's what I love about Donald Trump hitting back. Any of those other guys would have been beaten by Hillary Clinton, and then they would have been uh, – Hillary wasn't going to move the boat uh, two more inches. She was going to move the boat a few more feet. Yep. This whole thing with uh, open open borders, no. No, no, no. And uh, these lousy trade deals, no. No, no, no. And having a country where we don't make everything and we import everything and export nothing, no, 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 no. Sorry. And to, to call it a, oh, it's a populist. I, I'm, I feel that's a demeaning thing to say. Oh, it's just popular. It's just pop. You know what's popular? Helping out your fellow American citizen. That's what's popular. It's, it's more of a nationalistic kind of a thing. At some point, you have to put on your own oxygen mask before you can help the other guy. Exactly. Well, you know, I saw an interesting article, and here's the things the New York Times and the mainstream media doesn't report. So you have the the Northeast, right? The state of Vermont. Yes. Let's take a look at the state of Vermont, where Senator Bernie Sanders is from. You know what they did last election? They elected a Republican governor. I bet they did. We have had four states in the Northeast, which is typically about as blue as blue can get, Right. Four governorships have gone from blue to red. It's not just the middle of the country. It is not just the South. It is not just Texas. Except for those really, really deep blue New Yorks, Californians, Oregons, Washingtons, things are flipping. And the governors of Rhode Island and Connecticut are to be elected. And Connecticut is having horrible financial problems. Wouldn't be a bit surprised. And the Republican governor in Massachusetts has an approval rating of 74%. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Now, he might not be – he might not be as – he's probably way more centrist than I would want my Republican governor to be in Georgia. But for Massachusetts that had gone so far left, that's still huge. Well, we've reached a point where you keep marching towards a cliff. You mm-hmm. keep marching towards a cliff like the Democrats have been doing. Right. You keep marching towards – and then at some point, people look over the cliff and they go, oh, that's, a, that's, that's communism over there. That's right. socialism over there, and that's where we are. Yep. And so people have their own. It, it's like with an alcoholic, you know. They say you have to hit rock bottom mm-hmm. uh, before you make the decision that okay, I'm better off without drugs and alcohol. Not everybody's rock bottom is the same, right? Not everybody's elevator has to go to the basement. Some people just go down a couple floors, right? And they're like, "Well, this isn't working out." I think that's how it is with politics. It inevitably, the left in inevitably goes to communism and socialism. Yep. And if that just sounds like scare tactics, well, well maybe it is. That is, And people are waking up to that. I, I was watching this little thing about uh, uh, Justice Scalia. 
and his uh, his friendship with uh, Ruth Ginsburg, right? Mm-hmm. Scalia said something that I thought I'm sure he said a lot of stuff that was brilliant, but this this one was on the the show that I was watching. The thing about Scalia that that he said he said progress isn't inevitable. So, in, I'm taking that as like things aren't just gonna go right because we're on planet Earth. Right. Things just aren't gonna go the correct way just because we're around. And if you look at at Nazi Germany, that was a that was a well put together country. Those were wonderful people, and everything was going great. Then they kind of they they went off track, and boom, Hitler, Nazis. It all goes back. Things just don't go well because you're nice. People like uh, us uh, and doing what we're trying to do, it's about no socialism. That's what the whole thing is about Uh, in my my book now. I'm going to use comedy. I'm going to attack these ideas with a smile on my face and a song in my heart and a spring in my step. However, (laughs) nokie dokie on the whole socialism. As, as I was reminded last night, Ronald Reagan said, the loss of freedom is never more than one generation away. And if you look at the conversion to some of these socialistic and, and, and you know, fascist regime, regimes, it literally took place in that timeline. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, where Europe's kind of had this slow march towards socialism that they've tried to replicate here, um, I really think – and when you look at some of the statistics, right um, – Polling said uh, last week that 59% of Americans are furious with both parties. Well, that's one. That's wonderful. That's good. That's you know? healthy because mm-hmm. the people in the middle, the people in the middle are going to wake up to the whole common sense of it all. Yep. And I will say this to the people who are like, why can't we be more like Europe? And oh, why can't we be more like Canada? It's becoming so commonplace. There was another terror uh, attack in Paris last night. Yep. Just fuck, fuck, fuck. A couple ladies got. A uh, terrorist attack. Canada had one last night. Guy yep. in a U-Haul running people down. It it doesn't even make the news now. Nope. That's that's insane. It doesn't even make the news. So until uh, until Saudi Arabia can turn the Middle East around, which I guess it's on them now. Um, uh, I I'm gonna have to say ixnay on the immigrants. A not a big not a big fan of that. Well. I'm sure the Canadians are just thanking Justin Trudeau, who said, all you people come here if the United States is being mean. Like, they literally had a run on the Canadian border. They could not process legal immigrants in Canada for everyone showing up on their doorstep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, and Chelsea Manning, that dude Ugh. couldn't get in. That was hilarious. Oh, that cracked me up. Why I, can't I live? Why can't I come to your country? Because – because you're a criminal. You're, you break into computer systems and you give away state secrets. That's why. Right. Right. <laughs> I can't put that together. Uh, I can't. Is, did he ever get boobs or is he just doing the uh, the drugs? I honestly don't know. I can't even look at that Twitter account. It is so full of unicorns and rainbow emojis. And I'm just glad that that particular account didn't get the 280 characters because how many freaking balloons and unicorns can you fit in a tweet there? Um, That's yeah, that would be fun to do on the uh, on the website is like somebody has to have done it. Some some morning zoo radio program has already had to have done it to raise money to get uh, Chelsea a boob job. Oh my god. <laughs> to do a kickstarter to like 
like but boobs the government for Chelsea. is paying for all that now. They're in the military. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we don't need a fundraiser. One. We're already there's paying it an, for it with our taxes. There, there's another one that didn't stick. Trump and uh, the whole no trans in the military. Boy, that was that was the outrage. That was the that was the end of Western civilization as we knew it. Mm. No big deal. I don't want that. And oh my, I forgot who had the tweet, but they're like, maybe it was like Lady Gaga, who's like the the trans community is so uh, villainized. That they're they they either kill themselves and they have like a seventy five percent suicide rate and they just kill it. like so you want those people in the military right <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was the end of that okay in more good news it just it just doesn't stop uh, Bill Murray is going out on tour cool Bill Murray was on a flight recently. With uh, this cellist, uh, I want to say the guy's name is Jan Vogler. The guy didn't know who Bill Murray was. Bill Murray didn't know who the guy was. However, the cellist he didn't want he he didn't stow his cello, so he had a, a he had purchased a seat for the cello in first class. So Bill Murray, <laughs> that's awesome. So Bill Murray, in in classic Bill Murray fashion starts busting this guy's chops, you know, hey, who's the cello, blah, blah, blah. The guy says, he, he says the stranger was making him laugh, mm-hmm. uh, Jan Fogler. And so they hit it off. They just had a great flight. They had a, they were laughing and talking. I'm Bill Murray. Oh, yeah, Bill Murray. I'm Jan Vogler. I'm a concert cellist, blah, blah, blah. And, and the discussion must have gone to uh, these great pieces of music and how it's too stuffy and blah, blah, blah. So these guys – recruited a concert pianist, some some other fantastic musicians. Murray, Bill Murray did an album with these uh, guys called New Worlds, and he's on tour with them. And I saw clips from his performance uh, at a concert in, in Napa, Napa Valley. And this is the hoity-toity wine and cheese crowd who only shows up for concertos in E minor by Belifnikov and blah, blah, blah. And here's Bill Murray just singing show tunes and old classics and it's fantastic. Oh, how awesome. Bill Murray it, is just like one of those people I have just always liked. And do you know what else he does? What? He reads uh he he does uh he reads from Huckleberry Finn. Complete with uh dropping n bombs. Really? Yes. And it that to me, is wonderful. People who they, – they, they go after that book. It, it happened. It was written. It was a sign of the times. Mm-hmm. That, was, that, that was it. And, and I tell you, Bill Murray is a national treasure, just an absolute national treasure. He actually has a, a, a pretty good uh, singing voice. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I also- and for a guy in his mid-60s, he doesn't have the range that he once had. Some of the stuff he has to talk through, uh, but he says his favorite song that they cover is uh, I Dream of Jeannie with the light brown hair because of the sadness of it. And they mm-hmm. showed a clip, and it's really uh, – there's like a longing. There's a sadness. There's a melancholy to it. It's a really uh, – the, the tempo is slow, but it's, it's wonderful. And then he reads from Huck Finn, and then <laughs> – he does – he like do chamber music. It's it's fantastic. Well, I hope he takes it nationwide. 
He is. You can go on. You can go and look for the tour dates. It's coming to New York. He's going to be playing uh, Carnegie Hall. I would love to go see it. I don't know if there's tickets left. And and here's where it all clicked for me, Liberty Gimlet. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't fit in a box. It's a wonderful thing. But it doesn't fit in a box. He's reading from Huck Finn, and then he's singing old show tunes, and then he there's there's uh, there's concertos, and it shouldn't work, but it does. And that is what I want. This whole loftusparty.com, the whole Loftus Party television show, the, the the podcast, the website. That's what I want it to be. I've already had some investors say I don't I don't really get it, you know. I know I could make a lot of money if it was just attack. You know, here's what's wrong. Here's what's wrong. Grab your freedom rifles, freedom army people, and let's play. I don't want to do that. So I'm kind of – I love the idea of it, and I am in love with the idea of this, this podcast and doing stand-up and finding funny people and and having people share ideas of what's cool and what's working and what's not cool and what's not working on the website. And there's going to be – listen, you guys, there's going to be uh, there's going to be comedy. There's going to be guns. There's going to be small businesses. There's going to be ideas. There's going to be shout-outs to what's going right and what's going wrong. There's going to be naked chicks. And if you want it, there will be naked dudes. I I. Do not care. There's going to be sex and fun and politics, and I love that it doesn't fit in a box. I love it. Well, well, well. Uh, I don't even know what what you say if it doesn't fit in a box. It's free form. Yeah, it's all good stuff. And it, and we will find it as we go. Mm-hmm. That's the the wonderful wonderful thing about this country and this opportunity it's going to be politics it's going to be pop culture it's going to be all of the above there will be boobs there will be sex there's going to be uh bill murray singing show tunes hopefully there'll be huck finn <laughs> it's, we're gonna find it as we go so thank you so much uh for for joining us this is gonna sound so hippy dippy sunshine and lollipops but like if you've been listening to this podcast and if you've been watching the flip side on tv you are privy. This is the start. It has we are we have just begun. The new website's coming out. I couldn't be more excited. It's going to look great on your phone. It's going to look great on your pad. Oh, it's and it's happening this week. It is. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! That is the beginning. It is the beginning of 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 more more wonderful uh, good news. You can all scroll it in the next couple of days. Find out how to give your girl an O and see what's going on at Stranger Things and a whole bunch of other stuff. But that's not politics, Stacy. That's not politics. What's an orgasm? Got to get a go. It's masturbate. Fun. You'll have more fun. It's yes. fun. <laughs> it's great. Okay, so let us. Uh, wrap it up here with uh, a few Michaeltopias. Uh, in the real world, there's laws and there's rules that don't make much sense, but we all have to live by them and we don't like it. In Michaeltopia, there's different rules <laughs> and there's different laws uh, and everything is better. I'm laughing. <laughs> Why are I'm you laughing? Because I'm looking at my notes and I, I'm <laughs> trying to come up with one. So do you have a Michaeltopia? I do. Okay, great. In Michaeltopia, every children's library has Dr. Seuss. Every one. Every single one. Good one. (laughs) 
His books are not racist. They are fun. They are colorful. They are alliterative. My children, they were the first books my kids memorized. There is nothing inherently bad in them, and actually most of them are quite inclusive. Just stop. I wrote and deleted so many mean tweets in response to that. Melania Trump goes to that library. She's like, here's some books, and the librarian sent them back. I I never want to see people weaponize the government. However, I I ooh, I I, I want to weaponize the government against that that whatever school now he worked at. <laughs> I'm just done with them. That bitch. That that absolute bitch of a librarian. I am in charge of a library for children. You are the first lady. You brought me books. You know what you say? You dumb bitch, you say thank you. Now, if your school system doesn't need the books, give them to a school system that does. But that is, that's the kind of shit, I'm not even kidding, that gets under my skin so bad, it infuriates me. When, when uh, Obama was in the White House, he gave, uh, the Queen of England gave him some insanely wonderful gift, and he got her like the Seinfeld box set. she did not return the gift she said thank you all right in michaeltopia if you're marilyn manson you don't wear the corset you don't marilyn manson i hope he's okay marilyn manson last night was doing a show this is we record this on a sunday it was saturday night he was doing a show i think in new york Mm -hmm. and he started to there was a big set piece that was like these two big guns and he went to climb it and it <laughs> it fell over. I hope he's okay. I shouldn't be laughing about it, but it fell oh. over and I, I don't think he got crushed. I think he got hurt. Hopefully it's not bad, but they showed a picture of Marilyn Manson recently. Like he used to be like this skinny, skinny, skinny little dude and he would like wear no shirt, but he would just have like this little – corset on and whatever whatever it was all part of the whole image he's he's not a skinny little dude anymore okay but he's he's still hanging on to the corset although it's not like a fashion choice it's like this is helping me with my gut so (laughs) if you're if you're a grown man and you like to wear women's clothing you still you got to lose the weight (laughs) oh my god there's a weight requirement you know, or get a bigger corset, change, <laughs> change the look. But Marilyn, uh, you used to be that skinny little guy that uh, that wore the corset and the g-string, and now you're kind of a a, a chubbier guy. He's got uh, the wearing, dad. Is he rocking the dad bod kind of thing? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't. Listen, it was a never. It, it was never a great look to start with. I knew what he was going for. <laughs> But now, now oh. you might want to talk about your wardrobe. And yeah. then that's – see, that would be a fun short movie I would love. That's, that's the kind of thing that I like to do on YouTube. You know, like the guy who has to – the wardrobe guy that has to tell <laughs> Marilyn Manson, you know, I don't, I don't know if you could be uh, – I don't know about the corset. Do you, do you feel strong about it? <laughs> we could go out – you know what? Let's get let's, – we, we could find a bigger one. I mean another one. Did I say – I didn't mean bigger. You're not fat. Different. Marilyn. You have to call him Marilyn. <laughs> All right, it's a fantastic show. 
uh, I meant it when I said it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being uh, a part of this. Uh, some of you guys have been here for a long time. There's new people coming all the time. Thank you for sharing uh, everything. Uh, thanks for turning people on to the podcast and turning people on to the TV show and the website. Uh, we'll be up and running. Uh, this will come out on a Monday tomorrow, so it'll be up this week. Keep checking, checking back. Uh, Loftusparty.com. If you want to participate... We're gonna make that available to you. We're, we're, this is not this is not like a little closed loop, uh, high society uh, hunk of douchebaggery. I the people I want this to be a community. Like no bull. People say that all the time uh, on YouTube clips. Thanks for being part of the community. I totally mean it. The comment I, section is open. Oh my lord! And it's gonna be fantastic. And it's that's gonna be fantastic. just the beginning. It's it's gonna be great. Common sense will rule the day. And if you're looking for uh, the common thing, think of it more uh, like Bill Murray doing concertos in Carnegie Hall and reading from Huck Finn. That's what we're doing. It doesn't, hopefully, if we ever start fitting in a box, that's when I'll know we have a problem. Exactly. I'm I'm going to rage, rage, rage against the box. You're beautiful. I love you all. I will see you here next week. 